0: Hey there, um, coming on here in kind of a whim to do this episode of my podcast, I am going to talk a little bit today about something that happened to me last night. I'm hoping that maybe somebody will be able to relate, maybe somebody will have some guidance for me, or maybe somebody just needs to hear that they're not the only ones that suffer like this in the wake of the world and how everything is going with this virus and everything else that's been going on um i think it's hard to remember that we're all just still here and we're all still suffering from all the regular stuff too and all the stuff that we normally suffer from may be escalated right now or strained because of this so i'm just going to talk a few minutes about that and Just, I'll get started now. So I have personally, within my own being, not been overly stressed or worried about this virus. I have been keeping up with the World Health Organization. I have been keeping up with a few media outlets that I believe to be factual and represent the truth behind all of this. I have tried to steer away from Facebook and I've tried to steer away from um, social media posts. Uh, even some things on Google, because it's very easy to be led or swayed by opinions over facts. And if I can't prove something, I try really, really hard to suppress it. There comes a time when the things that you start to believe take over your mind, and it's hard to stop thinking that way when new facts present themselves or when new information comes out because you've already led yourself to believe this certain thing. So it has been very strenuous on all of us and I know for some people a lot worse. I know there are a lot of people out there who are terrified. There are a lot of places that are locked down and you might feel like the world is crashing down on you at this point. And where we live right now, it has not reached that yet. But I am waiting because I feel like it's not going to be long. So I am not living in a false hope. Although I do pray that it gets better before it gets worse. Although I know that that's a very, very slim thing to think. But last night, I went to sleep exhausted. My body and my mind and my breath and everything in me was just purely exhausted. Now, those of you who know me personally know that we've also been going through some other things financially, and we're also going through some other things um, emotionally. And so we are battling a lot at once. And I think that my body was just tired, full tired, last night, not a yawn, but complete tired. And so I fell asleep and I think it was about 2, 2.30 in the morning when the dog went absolutely crazy. She was barking nonstop. It was that kind of bark where the hair was standing up on the back of her neck and it woke me up out of a dead sleep and I was scared. I did not know why she was barking that way. I now come to the conclusion that she probably saw a cat, but. At the moment, in that brief, oh my gosh, why is this happening, you panic. And I don't know if that is what started the occurring of events afterwards or if it just kind of helped it along. But I then spent the next three hours tossing and turning and I ended up having a full-blown panic attack. Now, what I can tell you about my panic attacks are that number one I have never had one in the middle of the night they usually are when I'm aware of what's going on and when I can understand that I'm in a um, odd mental place but this one was from that I went into this panic attack so it's the middle of the night it's dark it's cool it's very quiet And I'm trembling and I'm trying so hard to not wake up the sleeping baby next to me. And I'm trying so hard to not disturb my husband's sleep. And my panic attacks physically feel like this. I tremble. So my hands feel fidgety. They feel like they couldn't hold something with strength. I get chest pain, just the tightening of the chest where it causes you to feel like you cannot breathe and it makes you feel like something is actually wrong with your heart even though it probably has nothing to do really with your heart but it's kind of that feeling um it causes me to sweat and I start to then kind of like go into a cycle where I get like nauseated um and then I get the fear of me going crazy. I get the fear of me going crazy out of the thought that I know I'm having a panic attack, yet I cannot stop said panic attack from happening. I don't know what triggered last night's panic attack. And I wish that I did know because I would love to be able to stop that from happening again. But the the beautiful thing, and I say that with sarcasm, about panic attacks is that sometimes that's just not the way it works and I paced my house from 2 30 until 5 o'clock in the morning I would lay back down I would get back up I would lay back down I'd get back up and in fact at one point Polly even kind of sat up and said to me you know what is going on and I was like nothing 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 just trying to not disturb him even though looking back now I probably should have woke him up Could he have helped me? I don't know. I have no idea if he could have helped me, but at least I could have maybe gotten some reassurance from him, some positive affirmation to let me know that I'm here and I'm okay. Upon getting up this morning, I was late, which set off a downward spiral of stress and causes me to feel like a complete failure. I pride myself on... Sticking with a routine that I don't really have. But when I do do the things that I need to get done and, and my timing is good and things like that, it, it helps my mentality and it makes me feel successful. And so I woke up late this morning, the kids, I'm stressed out, who gets the stress? My children. And I finally get them to school. I decide to work out because I know that working out is one of the things that I can control. It's one of the things that make me feel good. I feel strong and I feel powerful afterwards. So I just told myself I'm going to work out. I ended up having a nice chat with one of the coaches that I work with. And we talked about just regular things. And it was good on my anxiety to ease it. But... Then I got stuck in my head again. And so when I'm alone, I cycle all the thoughts. I cycle thoughts probably like everyone else does. I feel like that's probably a normal thing, except for I take it to some level of extreme that I never knew existed until I realized that I was doing it differently. And I talk badly to myself. So I just keep saying all the worst things I We're in this financial dilemma because of me. We're in this problem with the insurance because of me. The house is a mess because of me. We don't have enough money because of me. We have bad habits because of me. I cannot get my kids to school on time because of me. And so when you start feeding yourself those thoughts and you're constantly telling yourself over and over and over again, it's me, it's me, it's me, your body starts to believe it. So I decided to wake up and get myself, or not wake up, get up and get myself showered for the day. And Polly woke up, Ailee woke up, and I decided to shut down. <laughs> that was the thing I decided to do. Instead of looking at my beautiful family who is awake now and embracing this day that we actually do have because of everything in the world that seems to be closing in on us, I shut down. And of course he asked me what was wrong. He always does. He always reaches out to me and I usually cut him off. I don't want to bear my problems on him, but what I end up doing is bearing more of the problem on him because now I'm shutting him out. And in a moment, I decided the best thing for me to do was to talk to him. And so I asked him, do you think that you can listen to me for five minutes? And he said, of course. And I just let it out and i'm going to probably cry right now because i'm still feeling all of this but i told him that i'm worthless i told him that i am not equivalent in our marriage and i told him that i'm a bad mom and of course he asked me all the questions why And it's like i can't even get up and get my kids together get them to school without there being some kind of argument, some kind of yell fest, some kind of negative motion going on. I drop them off at school like that on a regular basis. I pick them up from school in that manner sometimes. I come home and I look at my house that I just can't seem to get under control and I think about all the things when I'm alone that's going wrong and I just feel so helpless. I feel worthless and I feel like I've lost control. And he just sat there quietly. He wants so badly to fix me. He wants me to be happy and he wants me to thrive. And I'm holding my own self back. And so I told him that he's my hero. And he is. He's one of my true heroes. That man has been through a lot. And he has persevered beyond tons of things that I cannot imagine myself winning in life against. He carries so much on his back. He's everything to us. We wouldn't have what we have here if it was not for him. And I just don't feel like I deserve him. And I just feel like he deserves so much more than me. And I think it broke his heart for me to say that And to hear those words, he sat there quietly for a minute and he grabbed my hand and he just told me that I am stronger than I think I am and that he loves me and that I'm going to be okay. And this is all going to cycle back into the two podcasts that I did before, my multiple posts on Facebook and Instagram, if you have or have not seen them. All these things that I suffer from cycle within each other. The panic disorder, the anxiety, the depression, the body dysmorphia, the everyday little things that I turn into monsters, the negative vibes that I surround myself with, it all cycles within each other. And there really is no true way to cure it. You have to figure out what is wrong and you have to work on it. You need to embrace it. You need to look at what it is that's going on and try your hardest to fix it within yourself. I made the choice to talk to him this morning. I did not want to. When I speak to him, I feel stupid. He does not make me feel stupid, but I feel stupid. After I get the thought, doubt, and I've processed them multiple times and someone else listens to me, I feel stupid. Like, everything that I just said was really not an issue and that I really should just get over myself. He never makes me feel that way. And if you are in your life feeling this way and you have no one to talk to because when you do, you feel stupid... I urge you to find someone to talk to and to understand that you are not stupid, you are not a waste, and you are not worthless. Even though in that moment, that is exactly what you feel like, you aren't. I have spent a lot of my life feeling this way. I want it to change so badly for me and I want it to change so badly for him and for my kids. But I know it's not going to happen overnight and I know that I'm still going to have bad days. But I made a choice this morning to talk to him. And that was the best thing that I could have done. Because I felt like instant relief just by saying the things I said. And was I still weak and did I still feel broken? Yeah, I did. But I felt relieved. I am tired of not having an answer for myself and being on this waiting list of things within my own body where I'm just kind of chilling out until I I experience the next thing. And it's really holding me back from living life. And I have really tried the last couple months to work on this. So I have done things like this podcast. I'm speaking in videos more, even though I don't like the way I sound or I might not like the way I look. I am spending more time in my kitchen working on food that will fuel me and my husband's body instead of eating garbage and not caring. And I am working on looking at my body and not seeing a number And more or less seeing what is fully there, that it carried three beautiful babies, that it suffered trauma, that it went through things that not a lot of people have gone through mentally and that it's still surviving and it's still here and still carrying my soul from one day to the next. And it's something that I need to cherish and something that I need to love. I have been inspired lately by a lot of spiritual things and reaching out to a community of women who follow some of the same lines, pathways as I do. And it's been really good to feel that way because that was another thing that I felt so lost in and I'm learning and it will be a long time before I feel perfect if I ever get there, but In the meantime, I just know that I'm a work in progress. And this morning really kind of opened my eyes to that in a different way than therapy can, than a book or a website or even a podcast can. I just feel so... Relieved that I was able to say the things that I said and not be judged or degraded for it. I know that I am a good mom. I know that I am not a perfect mom. I'm working really hard on bettering myself. I yell a lot and I don't want to, but that is something that I am going to be taking a long time to work on. And it's embarrassing to admit. I have trained my kids to believe that is a means of communication and that hurts me. So I'm going to be working on that and maybe I'll eventually talk about that too. I don't want to speak about it and offend anyone in any kind of way. Parenting is already such a touchy subject as it is and there is no one who is doing it perfectly. So I hope that you do know that too. Um in the end of it, panic attacks, anxiety attacks, um my struggles with body dysmorphia, my struggles with depression, they're unexpected, but they're always present. Sometimes I am winning the day and I have no issues, and other days I am falling apart and I I'm trying to have less of those days and more of the winning days. I know that... Excuse me. Um, I know that there are small things that I can do within myself to work on these issues. And some days it's hard for me to remember those things. I have started writing more and I'm starting to read more. And I'm starting to... Pay less attention to Facebook. That seems to be something that causes me a lot of panic and a lot of anxiety. I am working on trying to reduce my amount of frustration that I have. And I'm also working on not being embarrassed in the moment and telling someone that I'm suffering. I don't really have a whole lot more to say. It was really more or less me just kind of getting this out. I really hope that if you suffer from anything like this that you're able to um, find relief somehow. Whether it's therapy or talking to someone or having your spouse be able to listen to you. It is hard on them too. And I hope that you remember that. Listening to me is hard on Polly because he doesn't know what to do. And... I start making excuses and blaming myself because I don't want him to try to take the burden, but I have got to stop doing that too because I'm purposefully not doing this. I am not trying to hurt me or hurt him, and I'm tired of hurting us. It's really hard. It's really, really hard. So yeah, of all the little things, (laughs) someone told me this morning that all these things going on right now are probably what's causing the stress on my heart and my mind. You know, I've never had anxiety over health issues. Vaccinations, yes, but health issues, no. I am very relaxed mentally when it comes to that stuff, and which is really crazy because a lot of people with anxiety have health-related anxiety. And mine actually is not not for me and not for my children. I mean, the minor anxiety, like, oh, if something's wrong, what if something's wrong? But nothing that causes me complete stress. But this virus thing has really opened my eyes to a new kind of anxiety, the waiting. It's the waiting. So I think all these things combined together just triggered it without me knowing that it triggered it. So I'm going to work on those things within me. As I say in all my podcasts, if you have any questions or comments, or if you want to reach out, if you just need someone to talk to, please, you can find me on Instagram and you can find me on Facebook, um, Allison versus the universe. And I'm willing to listen. I have an open book at this point with everything that's going on with me. And I want to help anyone that I can, even if it's in the tiniest thing, it's just being a shoulder and an ear to listen to someone. So thank you again for tuning in. And I really do hope that you have a great weekend. And I hope that um, this can help someone somewhere.